0: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Brad and Nels What's News where we talk about the news you didn't know you needed to hear and get our opinions and I'm getting feedback from our special guest host because Brad is kicking back on the beaches of Hawaii so someone else has to you don't want to listen to me talk for one hour just by myself so I brought on a guest host Reggie Fiday. Reggie how are you
1: very well Nels how you doing
0: good I'm doing great. I did message Brad. He asked that I'd message him because he'd join in, but I was like, yo, Brad, you awake? And nothing, because I think they are four or five hours behind us. So maybe he'll join in. I doubt it. But before we get to the news, let's learn a little bit about you, Reggie. But first, I want to say this. Reggie is a super huge sporting fan. It's safe to say that, right,
1: Reggie? Uh sports fan? Yeah,
0: you follow sports like nobody's
1: business. <laughs> um, I know
0: everything about Right, so something big happened yesterday in the world of sports. There was a big event. I'm sure you're aware of being a sports uh, fan. Super Bowl, yeah. Uh, well, I was actually talking down in Miami. It was by Miami where the Super Bowl was, but it was at the Maple Ridge uh, Retirement Home. There was the the Retirement Home Championship for lawn bowling. And I, I was just wondering if you could give me an update on who won the
1: championship there
0: at the seniors' home. For uh, lawn yeah, bowling? Yeah.
1: Well, first off, I think that without... It goes without being said, but it has to be said, that lawn bowling is probably one of the most underrated sports uh, in the history of all sports, next to Gladiator yeah. or ship. Gladiator-ing uh, <laughs> gladiator and <laughs> <shipping laughs> men and stuff. Uh, with that being said, <clears throat> it was a wonderful game uh, at the old folks' home. Uh, a lot of them gave it their all. They gave a lot of energy. They took the bowling balls and the bowling pins, and they just they just knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Uh, hit a couple, and got a couple home, run. home runs. Yeah, that ninth ninth inning home run there with the bowling ball was was a great one. Oh, absolutely! And the trick shot that they did it that 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 Cormier did, yeah. uh, it was just magical. It was a once-in-a-lifetime lifetime opportunity to see, and uh, I'm just glad that we were able to be in this generation. To That's this right.
0: Game. Now, moving on to something that was less covered and less important to watch, the Super Bowl. What What do you think? <laughs> no, I didn't watch that. That's stupid. <laughs> You were watching old people lawn bowl and hit home runs with bowling balls. I was too st- busy watching what That's right. All right, Reggie. So uh, <laughs> now that the world knows that you're an expert in sports, and we don't need to cover any more sports, unless you have a sports article to talk about. Um, what? What? Give us, give us on Brad and Nell's what's news? Something, a tidbit about you, or a little bit of a, a bio
1: of Reggie today. Um, I am a taken father of one. I i like to act with with you and the crew i go for walks long walks on what would be a beach but we don't really have those here in edmonton well we don't have white sand uh, so we have white snow we have white <laughs> snow yeah you ever been on an actual beach in here in edmonton too? the the accidental beach they just they just don't look good they're gross they're dirty they're accidentally made they're accidentally made? Well, they got the accidental
0: beach there in the river, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, accidental beach. That makes it sound really appeasing. Like, oh, I want to go check out the accidental beach.
1: The river has some of the dirtiest water. Well, it's coming coming from the mountains,
0: so it's going to get all that wash and the brown and the silt. And you're not making Edmonton sound very good. It's like an amazing city. got one of the largest green belt areas in any
1: urban area in the world. Mm. Uh,
0: well, just don't it, go in the river it doesn't
1: have, <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure it doesn't have good beaches But it has a great mall The West Edmonton Mall Everybody Oh I, I thought you were going to say Westmount <laughs> <laughs> Westmount Mall <laughs> I'm surprised
0: Yeah well there's a McDonald's in the parking lot So everyone's at
1: the McDonald's When I was a kid I used to live by the Westmount Mall I was probably like 15-20 minute yeah, walk away Yeah it's from quite the
0: mall day. Megan and I went in there a couple of weeks back and we're like in there for like three minutes, walked through it, turned around, came back. We bought some candy at the shopping mm-hmm. drug mart and that was it. Walked all the way back through to go to our vehicle. They lost a lot of business. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Edmonton. We'll there. Yes, we're from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Just. Yeah. Well, I am. You're not born there. Brad's born there. I don't know. Are we allowed to have you on the show? You're not from Edmonton. Nathan oh, Fillion from Edmonton, Brad Sonnenberg, Edmonton, Nels Nelson Edmonton. Where were you born, sir?
1: I was born in Halifax, Nova Scotia.
0: Is that even a real place? That sounds like Narnia.
1: It feels mm. like it when you're there.
0: <laughs> that's a good place. Well, I'm glad you've joined us. So, the way this
1: they have beats The way
0: this works is we talk about the news. Um, I know you've listened to the episodes. You're you you say you're a fan. You're not contractually obligated to you, be
1: a fan? You almost, you almost say that, uh, um, doubtingly. <laughs> like you you say you're a
0: fan, but are you? Well, really? we'll see how many fans you bring to the show, because when I tag you in this on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Brad Nels What's News, and I tag the articles we post on there, um, we'll see. I'll tag you, and we'll see how many of your Facebook friends and family listen to the show me yeah, yeah. If you bring more than what yeah. Brad and I bring, which is not very hard, honestly. So, you might be the true celebrity of the show. All, because, all because Brad went to Hawaii and said it would work and he still hasn't texted me back. <laughs> so, we do a couple articles in the halfway point of the show. Uh, we do a random geographical location. And we do a weather update. Uh, do you feel like you could make a weather forecast prediction? You could fill Brad's shoes, or do you want to do
1: something else? Like, it's a prediction. Like I predict what the yeah, he gives us You're the weather, weather forecast, the global. So I could what... just say anything. I can say that like like Indiana is going to be uh, looking at 15 centimeters of precipitation. Well, first off,
0: you say Indiana is looking at 15 centimeters, they won't know what that is. You'd have to trans do the rocket science. Oh, okay, 15 uh, miles. Miles of rain, yep, okay. Well, okay, we to well, to the save season. your forecast for the middle of the show. We don't want somebody randomly turning on the show right now and going, I'm at the middle! And they're only seven minutes in. And so, and they're going to, oh, well, it's only a 14-minute show today. When did Nels learn to not talk so much? Uh,
1: I didn't think, is this live? It's,
0: no, it's not live. It gets posted after oh. But you know what I mean, if somebody, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just not giving people the benefit the up So you have three stories <laughs> and I have three stories that follows the standard formula. Uh, Brad and I usually, as you heard last week, play rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. But he usually doesn't have all his stories. Um, anything new happened in this last week? That's what I asked Brad.
1: What's new in your life in the last week? Oh, my gosh. Did you burn any
0: chicken you know, fingers in an old toaster oven?
1: I ha- I haven't burned anything in the toaster. I'm a very good That cook. story
0: went over really well with
1: people. They loved that story. I loved that story when I was listening to it. I was listening to it at work. It's it's was, so brad. I was concerned. <laughs> yeah, it is hey? <laughs> yeah. So yes,
0: what has happened? Come on, something's gotta be big. Did you did you uh another child on the way yet? Uh okay. no.
1: <laughs> and it's not for a lack of trying. Well, there
0: you go no <laughs> no so that's not new but that's new uh, anyth- anything anything uh, no no not really a whole lot has been new uh... you came out in a new episode of an audio
1: drama oh yes episode five came out of an uh, audio drama that I'm in that's it feels very not classy to plug an audio drama that I'm in oh, well it's okay because I'm in it oh okay and brad's yeah. in it but we don't plug it a lot but
0: yeah we're in it we usually plug his other podcast the only podcast on the internet um that he has the naughty list which is i'll let people search that out and figure out what the naughty list is themselves
1: yeah mountain mysteries that came out it's really exciting i listened to it it's such a good episode once twice three a times really, really good episode i listened to it once so okay. far i'm gonna listen to it again when i go to work on tuesday nice and uh, i'm gonna yeah. work so I, I'm gonna I work on the season got finale after
0: we do this oh perfect
1: good and that's gonna come out right away and then it's gonna season one is gonna be a wrap and it's gonna be so nice Time for a new project then, yeah then time for a new project right on and that'll be the next news article uh, that we do, yeah. or that you guys yeah, do. Yeah,
0: well, you once you're on as a guest,
1: you can always be a guest. I can always come back. Can I just, like, jump in, just listen to you guys while you're recording? Or or I can start talking. And Anytime. Whatever. You can just
0: jump. I'll just send you the link every time we do one, and you can just randomly bombard us. Leave, come back, yeah. leave, come back
1: yeah sure how about you is anything new oh you're the first your
0: co-host i've had in the history of this show which is now its third episode to ask me how i am <laughs> and what's new in my life uh let me see i went to a wedding on on saturday I, oh any any drama no, Any wedding crash no it, it was actually a really good wedding it was a oh, it was boy. one of those weddings you go to and I, maybe this is just me but sometimes you go to weddings and you look at the couple getting married and you go, well, oh, eh. eh,
1: maybe. But people, people maybe people they probably might last. did that
0: with Megan and I. I'm I'm older than her, and they probably thought, and I was married once, and so and I already had a kid, so they probably went, well, no, that's not gonna work. That's how did he get her to marry? Look at him. He's 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 a chud, and she's good looking. I don't know. This isn't gonna last. But you get those feelings sometimes, right? You where you're like. This was one of those ones where I saw, it was Megan's Megan's cousin, Cody, and and Val was the bride's name, was, is, well, they're married now. Um, and I've known both of them a long time, because uh, Val kind of was a family friend of Megan's family, side of the family. So they got married, and they just looked like a perfect couple. They looked great, so happy they look so in love and it, w- it was good to go to a wedding that just, you can just all around feel good. And the kids had a blast. They danced the night away. I don't know if you saw it on Facebook, but I posted of Jasper dancing and it was hilarious. It just, I, it's one of those moments as a dad, he played air trumpet for YMCA. And when I do karaoke, I play air instruments. So it brought a tear to my eye. Legit. I, I was so proud oh, yeah. of my son's, oh, you my it. son's ability to play air instruments
1: have you seen it on facebook no i i uh, have go yet. onto
0: my page and uh sure, yeah. check it out and you'll laugh your ass off but that that's yeah. what's new went to a wedding and i got groceries today and, and uh meg's gone it's it's a monumental day i don't have to sit outside in a vehicle to record this because it's during the school hours and all the kids are in school so i can be in the house in, in my own house, house
1: just for laughing recording a podcast i'm, I'm I'm lying on my bed right now. Okay, well, I'm just I'm just lying down, just Just keep, chilling, just keep your hands where oh, I nice. can see them. <laughs> out the window.
0: I just checked here on on you? messages to see if I got a message back from Brad. Nope, nothing.
1: He, he's dead. Net? Dead to the world. Yeah, like Send could send him the link and then maybe he'll just pop in. Yeah, nah, whatever. <laughs> I
0: offered, I figured he'd be asleep. He just got there at some time next Tuesday. I don't know, there's weird time changes in that. So it's like not Monday there. It's like Friday, February 27th or something. So I don't know. So <laughs> you're the guest on the show. We would each take turns talking to a story. And uh, I'm going to let you as the guest After lead that. us off with your first news story my very first very first make it a good one
1: okay i thought this okay. Was funny. where's it where's okay, it from the, where'd you find uh, it uh it is from vice.com okay. and the the caption reads clown lives matter in quotations movement founder responds to backlash mm. and it's about these clowns who uh, were trying to put on uh, a big parade or a big show showing that clown lives matter. And basically the whole idea is they wanted to take the clown and make it less scary and bring it back to the silliness that it once was in the past, like when clowns would go to children's parties and things like that. Yet the picture, and I guess you guys post these on Yeah, so you have to go to the group. But the picture is this super scary clown with, like, blackened eyes and, like, a, a red nose and he's got, like, a wrinkly face it's not his real face, obviously and he's got, like, black lips and everything like that, he, like, outlines the wrinkles on his face with, with black marker, and then, obviously, you know the typical clown suit, it's, like, red polka dot yep. and stuff, and he's holding up a sign that says Clown Math. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, I thought about this, and I'm, like think about it from two ways, so I'm, like uh first of all that's hilarious that that uh you're doing that in the first place you dress up like a scary clown and you try to make them silly again and 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 secondly is this disrespectful towards the black lives matter movement and and all of that you know is it disrespectful towards the 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 people who have been um Victims of like police brutality, all that kind of stuff, and and uh,
0: yeah, well, yeah, you said know. he's trying to take it back to a time when clowns were fun, and all no, clowns were always scary. Clowns were always scary, <laughs> you know, why you know they were always scary, you know, why they always got picked for birthday parties because they were the cheapest people to hire because they were scary
1: because nobody like if
0: you them. want Optimus prime to come to your your birthday party or spider-man you're gonna pay a hundred bucks an hour a clown 10 bucks flat right he'll stay there for eight hours doing balloon that's scary the fact that this guy can dress up and makeup up and hide who he is and make you weird balloon that's scary I don't trust clowns I just I just don't trust him and as for the clown lives matter it's like I imagine it is insulting because you use that hashtag for something that's relevant for bringing awareness to awkward or not fair or, or racist matters, right? Like that people are doing. And then you take that, but be original. So it's like we had, we had Watergate in the seventies. Now everything, like when Tom Brady was throwing flat football, deflate gate, um, I stub my toe at work, it gets labeled "Stub toe gate. You know, like, quit stealing. They just add you around yeah. it, yeah, yeah. Like, when Paris got bombed a few years back, it was pray for Paris. Then everything after became pray for this. But You know what? Be original. So clown, clowns yeah, want to yeah. be relevant again? Well, stop scaring the shit out of everybody. You scare me and I'm a
1: 40-year-old man. Like, I'm not bringing you around to my six-year-old. How about this? How about this? Hold up a sign that says, "Lose the frown, hire there a clown." There you go. Boom! That Reggie Fiday, you trademark that. You just
0: made it for them. Hashtag I lose will. the frown, hire a clown, because clowns are fun. Hey, we're clowns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. My big flipper boots and uh, my nose that honk honk. honk and uh, I squirt you in the face with a flower that shoots water where I tell you to <laughs> smell it. Why don't you trust me? Why don't you trust me? Why don't you <laughs> I don't yeah, and then from what you're saying about the picture as he, I'm sure he looks like a fun loving not murder psycho clown. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I think he looks like he looks exactly like what you would find in a horror movie exactly. underneath a, a Rob Zombie movie directed like by Rob Zombie. Yeah, yeah or a Stephen King book or something. But be original with your and slogans. Then, like, quit stealing from the ones that actually are making a change or trying to make a change and change and bring awareness to situations in the world. Stop stealing theirs, because now no one's gonna take for take any kind of credit for wanting to go and see about it. Because now I'm like, oh, you're just copying someone else to try and get on the mo
1: the movement, you know? No, be original. And you came up with one. And ex- except that it's gone. Like it's not coming back. No. Like if if clowns were silly and fun at one point, it's not going back to that point. I don't remember them being silly Happy. and fun. I just remember them being scary. I remember them being in the sewer. I remember them, there's a real life story of an actual. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was a clown. And he would, he would you know murder like little kids. Yes. Yeah. Like and then like hide them in places in his house or something like that. Like it's not coming back. No. Like, let it go. No. Come. Be a mind. Switch to be being a, a mind. The makeup is similar. It's just less 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 scary and the acting's easier cuz you don't have no, to No, you
0: just pretend you're in a glass box all the time.
1: There you go. And you probably get paid around this Yeah.
0: Time. I don't know. Uh, clowns are clowns are voodoo, man. That's what they are.
1: They are. They've 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 lost uh, any sort of chance to be silly or fun or 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 e- entertaining in my opinion.
0: <laughs> all right. So my story unless you want to keep talking about clowns.
1: It no, comes no, from no. Vice. Vice
0: news as well. Mm. Vice is a, a good Vermont one. man takes revenge on town board with a 700-pound statue of a middle finger. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. I <laughs> and the love picture it. is a good one, but a Vermont man was so incensed by his town's zoning regulations that he erected a 700-pound statue <laughs> giving officials the middle finger and it lit And he lit it with floodlights so they would always be reminded of his feelings towards them. Ted Pelkey's decade-long feud with local officials reached uh, spiteful new heights November 30th when he installed the statue on a high pole in his front yard near Route 128 after his request to relocate his monofilament cleaning and truck repair b- business from a nearby town to his own property and was denied. So basically he he built this big statue and erected it so it's like pointing at like the town offices <laughs> and they can see it.
1: So the middle yeah. finger is pointing it's straight just at the big town old
0: middle finger a big old screw you town For not helping one of your residents move his business to his own. Like I imagine he drives to this other town. He's tired of community. He's like, why can't I just work from my own home? I repair trucks and cars. Let me do it on my garage. Maybe my yard's big enough. And let me just rezone so I can have a business. No. Well, screw you town. And he lit it
1: as well. That's the best part. So all day and night they can see it. So there's people doing their paperwork. Sitting there. And they look up. And through their window, they have a big middle finger pointing at yep. them. Always. Always. So is this middle is this middle finger like did he keep it within regulation? Is he allowed to well keep it, there? it goes on in the
0: story here? It says, but while Pelkey
1: or yeah, Pelkey
0: couldn't legally build a garage to do his work in, he does have the legal right to flip off town officials for all eternity <laughs> through bill though billboards are banned in Vermont, Pelkey's middle finger is protected because it is isn't advertising, a business or a service. Furthermore, the middle finger is the gesture that is generally protected by the First Amendment. So his four thousand statue oh, wow. seems to fall under the category of public
1: art. Oh, that's so golden. I love that. That's so perfect. That's such a good big F you to the people who wouldn't let him do what he want to do. Like he couldn't build a garage so that he can operate his business, yeah. but he's able to build this big middle. So region. the town would rather That's have what's...
0: him pay a business license in another town than have that money plus the money. That... But yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah. It's weird. It's like a lot of governments have these like stupid regulations and these stupid rules that stop people from doing like, uh, just like, Basic things to to earn money, and it's it's ridiculous. I t- I'm totally for that. I feel a little bit bad, maybe, for the kids who have to watch yeah, whatever and, you know. I'd guys, rather see uh, that lit up all day long than driving down wet, white
0: mud in Edmonton and seeing those talus balls
1: and seeing those big $750,
0: old $750,000 that the city spent. This guy spent $600 on his own stuff. To It's a wood carving, basically, <laughs> or whatever his own money, the big old middle finger. There you go. Oh. Eat it. I love it. You, you know what? It's going to bring tourists to town. He should be like, they should be begging him to leave it up and let him build his garage and have his business because he's highlighted the
1: town. He should create a donation box where people can come and donate money and take pictures in front of the middle finger. Not pay him. Not, 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 Reggie, income. it's literally Just like donation. 40 feet in the air. <laughs>
0: Like, you see the tops <laughs> oh. of houses in the pictures, and it's way above it. Like, the whole town. People driving by, like, is that a statue
1: of a middle oh, finger? Why?
0: What is that? Wh-?
1: It's amazing. It's brilliant. It's, he really wanted to make sure that everybody was looking at that middle yeah, finger.
0: He's pissed off. I don't blame him.
1: Any town that does want you to bring business in your
0: own town and support your own town, living in your own town, and having your own small business, they should find
1: a way. They should find a way for him to have his business in his own town, and in
0: his own yard, if he can.
1: Yeah, what's the problem with having a business in your own yard? Uh-huh. You have like to rezone why... it, what so are... it's
0: commercial property,
1: not residential. Oh, I... is, it... is it? I don't think we have
0: those same laws. Oh here, yeah, right? you still have because zoning can... laws here. And like oh, okay. here in the town I'm in, you always read in the paper when there's issues with people and their zoning laws and same thing. The towns just get weird. It must be some sort of money thing for a town to, I don't know, devalues the property mm-hmm. around it. I, I don't know. I just like the fact that he's like, screw you. Here's the middle finger. You guys get to look at it night and day because I even paid to light it up. Yep. So anyway, your next story before we hit the halfway point okay my
1: next story and it's still uh on the topic of the macabre it, the title of this one is "Is novelist who penned how to murder your husband essay charged with husband's murder uh so
0: <laughs> who was it who was it charged
1: uh what Which was the start of it Okay, novelist, novelist Okay, How to yeah. Murder Your sure. Husband essay, charged with husband's murder. So this lady who wrote an essay on how to murder your yep. husband, murdered her Excellent. husband. She is a 63, uh, 68-year-old woman. Her name is Nancy Crampton Brophy. Uh, she's charged with the murder and the death of her 63-year-old husband, Chief Daniel Brophy. At 8.30 a.m. on June 2nd, police and medics arrived at the Oregon Culinary Institute after students and instructors arriving for class found Brophy suffering from a gunshot wound. The first responders attempted to revive him, but weren't successful. In a press conference that day, press, uh, police said that they were investigating death as a homicide and that they had no immediate suspects. So... I mean, it goes on and on and stuff like that in the article, but I just think it's so hilarious and how it's almost like life imitating art. She is foreshadowing her husband's death with an essay on how to kill her husband. I wonder... If I could find that essay, I would love to read it and see if she did it exactly uh, the same way as in the essay. You know what I mean? Like, if she's just, like, in the essay, she says, make sure you wash your hands before and after the murder. Buy lots after of bleach. <laughs> Buy lots of bleach and they find, like, 18 cans or bottles of bleach at 12 by house.
0: 12 tarp. <laughs> <laughs> here's my, no, here's no, my, no, my no, question. No. You're a married man. I'm a married man. Um, at mm-hmm. what point does she or does the husband not read this that she's writing? Go, uh oh. that? <laughs> hey,
1: honey, I
0: mean, you weren't yeah. really thinking of me when you wrote this. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, 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 it's for it's for. My name's my name's
0: <laughs> my name's Rob, and the character in your book is named Bob. Uh, you, you're not <laughs> thinking of me, right? You're not planning this, honey, are you?
1: <laughs> I, I wonder what's going through his mind when he finds out that his wife made an essay on how to murder him because I mean that essay had to have been out for a while first right well, did he not know about yeah. it or did he read it well you know did you could you imagine if she got his advice on it too like honey what would you do with the body and what was his <laughs> what was he did they say chief or was he like a police officer um yeah, they called him a chief. Or is he a fire chief? Oh, no, sorry. Sorry, I read okay. that wrong. It's Chef.
0: It's he's chef. a chef. Uh, yes. So maybe he's too busy in his kitchen and, you know, didn't have
1: time to read her work. Oh, yes, But probably. still, if he did... Maybe he's like Chef Ramsay and just screams at her if, all the if, time. If, you if know. he did, he should have saw it coming. He should have saw it coming from mm-hmm. a mile away. like Like... Like, she's, she doesn't have much time on this earth. She's like, what, 68 yeah, years old? If she's, dying. It's, she's dying. If it's like in the book, she pushes him down the
0: stairs and breaks his neck and makes it look like an axe. He should never, ever, ever, ever walk down the stairs in front of his wife again after reading that essay.
1: No, never. You know,
0: if it's, yeah, like you said, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be really cool to see how she did it to see if she actually did it the way she because then the cops walk in and they're like oh well ma'am we don't know who murdered her husband i don't know oh what's this essay paper laying out here that describes step by step how to kill you written by you that might be the greatest <laughs> they, they find that, the murder weapon like right that away. might be the greatest form of advertising to get publication numbers she'll be in jail for the rest of her life she won't get to reap the benefit of it but if they have children or grandchildren they'll be rich her genius plan she's like listen my jerk husband spent all his money in the restaurant on cheap booze uh, on cigarettes on whatever better pots and pans uh never spent a cent on our retirement now, how am I going to give anything to my children and grandchildren? Oh, so what? I'll what i write a book. I'll kill my husband the way I wrote it in the book, and that'll make the
1: book famous, and my family will be rich. I'm really, I, you know, what's funny is that I'm actually really interested in, in reading it, and I really want to see if it aligns with the, the actual murder.
0: I bet you it'll eventually get published if it hasn't been published already.
1: Someone will mm-hmm. pick it
0: up, and, want, and it'll make, it advertises itself you just have to go this is the essay that the woman who killed her husband used wrote about killing her husband and then she killed her husband
1: this story sounds like a Netflix
0: special it's not Netflix or Amazon Prime Apple TV Disney Plus 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 um something like that one of them Disney (laughs) Disney Plus what else is out there uh Crunchyroll Apple Apple Crunchyroll I don't, I don't even know what that is Country it's all World it's TV. on a, it's one of the apps uh, not on the
1: playstation i've never looked at it that might be mute. we're live streaming kind of, yeah I'm, i don't
0: know anyway all right well it's middle of the show time you know what that means hmm. geography Ge- geographical location. random geographical location in the week and if you want are you gonna do a, a fearless forecast for the weather
1: um, I, may, do I do I make one up or do I research one do I look one up we could, we could do something else we could do a traffic report
0: how would you be we'll leave weather meteorology to Brad we'll have you as a traffic report you know what okay. you can give a traffic tip whatever but we'll leave that for you so you got a few moments while I talk about my random geographical location so how that works is I just take the map on my phone zoom all the way out swing my finger around start tapping down in and see where I come up with this week, are you ready, Reggie? This is exciting. I am ready. Make sure I get it loaded up here. Uh, it's Kapasilit. Kappa Kapasilit,
1: Kappa Kappa uh, which, which is close city?
0: to where you were born, believe it or not, which is a place in oh. Greenland, which is part uh, of the kingdom uh, of Denmark. In case you didn't know that about Greenland, um, Kapasilit is a settlement in the. Suramersuk Municipality, southwestern Greenland. In 2010, the settlement had 86 inhabitants. 86. And Kaposilip
1: means the salmon and Greenlandic language. If there was only 86, wouldn't some of those be inbred? Well,
0: no, I don't think so.
1: At least a couple. No, they just do random jump
0: on the boat and go to that other town over there, and we'll take, we'll send you four guys, you send us four girls. Okay. I don't know. It's 86 inhabitants and it's Kapasilit. The name refers to the belief that the only, it's the only spawning ground for salmon in Greenland. So there you go. Kapasilit, Greenland. Uh, Part of the Kingdom of Denmark. Cool. And, if you leave, yeah, and if you leave those fish to out too long, just like Shakespeare said, something's rotten in the state of Denmark. Anyway. It's a horrible, horrible joke. I apologize to everybody for that.
1: No, it was good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> All right. You know, are you ready for yeah. Reggie Finney's traffic update and report? All right. Do I pretend like I'm like there?
0: You can be wherever you want, sir.
1: Oh. Okay. to
0: your imagination.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are in Newfoundland where hundreds and hundreds of miles for you Americans but kilometers for the Canadians of snow has dropped down. Get your skidoos, get your skis, get your snowshoes because it's going to be hella cold and there's going to be a lot of snow. There's no way you're getting your cars out of this one. There's no way you're going to be driving through this 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 crazy snowstorm, this this maelstrom of white powder that's on these roads. So here's the traffic report: there are zero vehicles on the streets, mm-hmm. but there are lots of skitters, lots
0: of skitters, snowmobiles, snow machines.
1: How's that? Beautiful. That was wonderful. That was
0: very informative. I know not to make the six-day drive to Newfoundland now. Do not to drive.
1: The snowstorm was actually like a little yeah, bit ago. It's Newfoundland. Uh, they I might think. get another one right now. We could. Yeah. If, uh, there might be if, if Brad was awake,
0: he could let us know in his forecast if there's more snow. But sorry, podcast universe. You don't find out the weather forecast.
1: <laughs>
0: in episode one, he said he wanted to own an ocean. And he was starting with like Lake Huron or Erie. And now he's in the middle of an ocean. So...
1: He wanted to own yeah, an entire. We'll see if ocean. he owns the Pacific when he comes back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, great. Right. Well, thank you. Would that would that make
0: Brad a pirate? Uh, ar, Billy. Yes, he would be a pirate. He'd be a good pirate. I would work. I'd serve on his ship. You, you
1: Brad, being being yeah, the, yeah, the, pirate, the captain of the pirate captain of his pirate ship. Yeah. Yes, you know what you need to be a pirate captain mostly is the wit that Brad. Brad's has. got a wit, and yep. so I would. Uh, I would also follow him. I think I would be like his henchman. of yep. like his henchman, one of his salty do dirty sea dogs or scurvy dogs. I'd be the guy to kick people overboard yep. off the plank when he doesn't like them. I'd be the guy to set out the plank. You'd be the guy to kick him off the plank. Yeah, Brad's like I don't want to catch scurvy from this guy. Yeah. Get him, and, off, get and him out. And not only, of only here. does Brad have the perfect wit to be a
0: pirate captain, he's got that wonderful peg leg. He has a peg leg. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's so good with it. You don't even know he has one. He hit it so well and that, that's he play why he is such a great actor. He can hide that peg leg.
1: And oh, his my hook goodness. hook that's hand so he has. Like did you even
0: notice that? How he kept his freaking parrot quiet the whole time was impressive. Oh, wait, no, his parrot was named Ethan. I'm kidding, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Inside uh, joke, they'll laugh at that one. Check Brad and Ethan out on The Naughty List, the podcast about horrible Christmas movies. All right, moving on. Story time again. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's do this one. This comes from Canoe.com. But it's a story in the States, of course, because this wouldn't happen in Canada. Here's the headline. You tell me after the headline if this would happen in Canada, and then I'll read the story. Okay. Man calls police to report cheese burglary. Is that it? Well, now I'll read the story. But really, would you think Canada or the United States when you hear that headline? I would automatically think Florida. Florida. Close. Arkansas. Not close. Um... A man in Arkansas called the cops to report that someone had stolen one of his cheeseburgers while he was sleeping. The Saline Courier reported last Friday. Egan Byers, who was staying at the Trout Motel in Benton, told police he had purchased two cheeseburgers at a nearby gas station, ate one of them, but left the other one on a bedside table. When he woke up a few hours later, the burger was reportedly gone. there's a little bit more. Police questioned the second person in the hotel room who claimed they did not touch the missing burger. Of course they claim that. (laughs) Sherlock Holmes doesn't need to be called in to know who ate the burger. As he wiped the relish off of his (laughs) Less As cheap. he was licking ketchup and mustard off his fingers, the police report didn't say whether or not police are still investigating, I hope not, the case of the allegedly stolen meal, but an officer noted that Byers was extremely intoxicated. So, so yeah, I'm going to go with the buddy ate his cheeseburger. I, think... I don't think it's a stretch. Either out of the
1: Sasquatch. I... I'll tell you I ate those cheeseburgers. There's yeah. a
0: the damn Sasquatch.
1: I think he woke up in the middle of the night, went to the bathroom because he had so much to drink, yeah. and then came back and was going to go to bed. Saw that his he still had another burger out. He's like, "Oh, I forgot to eat that burger." Ate the burger, fell back asleep, completely forgot about it.
0: That's a possibility. You know, it's been so long since I've been intoxicated or extremely intoxicated because uh, I don't drink. And uh, I can't quite remember being so drunk that I wouldn't remember if I ate my burger. But one of two things happened. Like you said, he ate the burger himself, can't remember. Or his buddy ate the burger. I'm going with his buddy ate the burger. That's that's the side I'm on. Now, was his buddy uh, intoxicated as well? I would assume Does so. Because how often Did are they, two were... guys in a hotel room together and they're both not
1: intoxicated? Were they drinking? Did he have? Did he have his own burgers? Did he have his own burgers that he was eating? Did they go together? Like, what's the story here? How how do we get to the bottom? All
0: I know is people usually end up shot over missing cheeseburgers.
1: <laughs> in the states. So this guy's
0: like, um, I better not uh, fess up to this. As like you said, he's wiping relish off his cheek, <laughs> licking the, the you know, shaking off the last piece of lettuce and tossing it in the garbage before anyone. Yeah.
1: He's like, he's like, do you guys happen to have a tie to go? Pay?
0: Yeah. The officer's like, I can't help there, uh, Chad. But noticing your breath smells like pickles and grade A sirloin burger. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go here. I gotta see if they say where the. Per- I think that was it.
1: Yeah, that was so, the whole story. I read it to you. That that's hilarious that someone called the police for that. Yeah,
0: well, right. hey, why not?
1: Right? People uh, call sure, people call nine
0: one one because their orders taking too long in the drive through.
1: They some people call nine one one to make an order. Yes,
0: yes. Do not call nine one one. They they don't do Uber Eats or. Uh, skip the dishes. they don't do that stuff you, you gotta go get it yourself. No, you do yeah, yeah, all right, Mister. Your next story not so my last story your last story is this is, this is important difference. this is momentous. this is your last story.
1: This is just something that I found like really interesting and really cool okay. but uh, if you if you go and and, and uh, anyways I'll just read it scientists resurrect the voice. Of a three thousand year old Egyptian priest, I heard about this with the this. help of a three D printer. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, that's so freaking cool." Nez Moon, whose coffin was inscribed with "True of Voice" when he died, was a priest and scribe during the reign of Pharaoh Ramses the uh, the Ninth, mm-hmm. uh, from uh, one thousand ninety nine to one thousand sixty nine BC. His voice is said to have been a vital tool to carry out his duties and at the state temple of Karnak in modern Luxor. And he has expressed, uh, he had expressed a desire to still be heard once in the afterlife. Now, these, this, the, the team of scientists have this 3D sc- scanner and they scanned his vocal cords and they scanned his throat and they, and they have put together what the mummy would sound like or what the person, the priest, would sound like these days. And I went and I found it on, my, you listen? Or, uh, on YouTube. And <laughs> the hilarious part of this story... It's a sigh. ...is that... what? Yeah, it's a sigh. <laughs> what he would sound like, apparently, if we he were here today, is very disappointing. <laughs> yes! it, it's like... Um,
0: I know, I heard it. It's, it's like... Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, he's like... <laughs> uh. Yeah, he's like, I want to be heard in the afterlife. Hey, guess what? We can hear you now in the afterlife. <laughs> How's death treating you? Uh. Uh. <laughs> uh. How's Heav- heaven? What's heaven like? <laughs> <laughs> What's hell like? <laughs> <laughs> What's oblivion like? <laughs> 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 Don't you wish you were That's around now where we say. can, you know, travel the world instantly and do all these things? Uh, it is a good story, <laughs> though.
1: Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, but did you build pyramids? Yeah, yeah. did aliens build pyramids? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is just the sound the that energy. is just the universal sound of any man. Yes, ask your wife if you're listening to this. Ask your girlfriend or ask your co workers anytime they ask anything of you as a man. What's the first sound you make? Uh, uh. <laughs> and it's right, so he's probably not as excited about speaking. How many
1: years ago was that? 3,000 years ago. 3,000. That's yes. it's still cool, it's this cool concept. No, it is a cool concept. And I think, I mean, obviously, as technology gets better, I'm sure they could probably produce some sort of, uh, like, speech with the sound. Well, it's
0: all about fluctuating the length yeah, and bend
1: of the vocal cords, right? Like we do to talk. So if yeah. they could
0: make a moving model where they can move it around a bit, they might be able to get, uh-huh. Uh. Mm. <laughs> and now he sounds like Kim the Toolman Man mm. Taylor from Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious, but yeah, that is a cool story. Science is pretty, pretty amazing. The stuff we're we're able to do and attempt, especially those three D printers. There,
1: you ever see those? Uh, uh, I mean, I'm, I know I'm going a little off. No, Brad almost. and I never yes. go off the path, so I'll you, allow it. You ever, you ever still same topic? But you ever see those uh, uh stories that they uh, uh, or see those articles where they have scanned like the mummies of pompeii where they were just completely covered in like yeah. ash right you know yeah. what i'm talking about and they scanned it and like the bones are still inside yeah. and like yeah like inside the uh, that's so cool and there's like there's like some people who are like curdled up in like the, the fetal position and then they scan it and you can see like how like all of their bones are and like what they look like that's so cool and some scans can do like layers yeah. right so you can see like the cheeks and stuff like that. And then it goes through and you could see like the bones and then, yeah, I don't know. I love that. Stuff. It's really, it's really neat.
0: How, how that, and there's the ones like the people are like a family is just curled up together. Cause they know they got nothing else to do, but just die together. Oh yeah. And, you know?
1: And some, some of them were like old yep. people holding hands. Yeah. Men, oh, men, so men
0: spooning each other. Cause you know, nothing's changed. So why are people freaking out about it still? Like, you know what I mean? But anyway, that's another topic. They
1: were progressive even back then. That's just
0: another topic for another day. But I'm just saying, right, it's kind of sad. But that happened so fast, but not so fast that they couldn't just grab their loved ones and die with holding their loved ones, holding each other.
1: Yeah, that's interesting that it kind of shows that they knew something was going to happen right
0: because it happened kind of sudden but not so sudden that it caught him off guard they still had time to grab their kids or their loved ones which i think is cool like what we're always afraid to talk about death because we don't want to die but we all have to at some point hate to break the news to people i guess this is a new show um (laughs) but just to be able to actually i guess die with your loved ones i guess what better way to go besides dying in your sleep and not knowing you're dead and living an eternal dream, I guess?
1: I have the same mentality towards death that Ricky Gervais has. It doesn't affect you, it only affects the people around you. It's just like stupidity.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Like I've told people, when I die, I don't care anymore. I'm not here. Yeah, so, you know, we can get in a two hour talk about what happens after we die if we want, but regardless. When I die, I'm not going to care what happens because I'm not here. And I, I've done my time and I'm not coming back to haunt anybody because that seems like work.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, no you, you want to rest after that. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm ready. After this life, you want to. I think to I'm ready
0: to just move on to the next phase of existence, whatever that, that may be or not be, but hey, whatever. But it was cool. It's neat. They, You know, going in school, you think that you hear about that volcano erupting and it happened all at once and no one had any time. No, they had enough time to grab their loved ones.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I wonder what, I always wonder what it's like, what it would have been like just to be there. Was it like getting hotter and hotter and hotter and they're like, oh, we're going to die. And then they grabbed their loved ones and then just boof. Or or did it just go kaboom
0: and they were like all eating supper? It was at supper time, so like... Holy shit, we can't leave this house. There's fire coming all around us. Everybody huddle together. Yeah. And as a parent, and, and... you're a parent, and I and you just tell the kids, it'll be all right. And you know in your mind, you know, we're, we're dead. But don't mm. worry, kids. It'll be all right.
1: Oh, man, that's deep. We're getting into a deep area. And now it turns
0: to a philosophical podcast. Join us next week for Reggie and L's Discuss Mount Vesuvius and the Philosophical Implications of Being a Parent as the world collapses around you. <laughs>
1: next week, we'll talk about Essentialism versus Ecstasy. Ex- That's right.
0: Those podcasts
1: could be amazing. All right, final story.
0: <laughs> Let me bring this up. Ah, uh, this one. This one. If you are offended by poop, you might as well stop listening to this podcast because I'm going to talk about a person defecating.
1: Whatever is the opposite of being offended? That's where I am. Oh, so
0: you're you're interested in the story already? All right, here we go. Uh, this is from NBCBoston.com. Woman accused of pooping in Natick part or Natick parking lot at least eight times. <laughs> Not once. Not twice, eight times. Eight times. She told the officer who arrested her she has irritable bowel syndrome and was on her way to the home where she works as a nanny, police said. A woman is accused of defecating in the parking lot of a Massachusetts outdoor goods store nine times over the past several months after police said she was caught in the act Wednesday. Andrea Grosser, which is an appropriate name, 51 of Ashland was arrested Wednesday near the Natick Outdoor Store, according to a report from Natick Police. Henry Cur- Henry Canner, the owner of the store, said she'd done it nine times, but she was arrested on eight charges of defacing property. Kanner said she he installed surveillance cameras outside to catch the shoplifters, but ended up catching Croser defecating in his parking lot. Oh my goodness! Does it give a time? Now, span? just just let me give just an instant um, kind of that highlights that day. After a series of complaints, an officer staked out the store's parking lot. <laughs> it's so bad they're like, there's an officer's like, listen, chief, listen, captain, I'll be the guy to catch this serial defecator. <laughs> and I have an idea. They're probably thinking homeless guy, right? They're not thinking someone with a job. Yeah. So. After a series of complaints, the officer staked out the store's parking lot. The officer wrote that he confirmed that Grocer defecated out of the driver's side door of her SUV, a 2018 Lincoln MKX. So it's not like a 1972 Chevette that someone's living out of. This is is a new vehicle. And what? she did it at 6.55 a.m. after the lot cleared out. She had waited about 10 minutes for the nearby commuter train and shuttle buses to leave, then opened her SUV door to create a barrier, police said. Grocer drove away after only a few seconds, allowing the officer to confirm feces was left at the site. So if she's got irritable bowel syndrome, she doesn't have time to wait 10-15 minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Does Andrea carry toilet paper around with her everywhere and just drop her pants wherever so she So the cares? officer...
0: The officer pulled her over and told her why he did and what he'd seen. According to the report, she said she had irritable bowel syndrome and was on her way to the home where she works as a nanny. The officer noted that there were various nearby public restrooms and she allegedly replied apologetically (laughs) that she wouldn't relieve herself in the store parking lot again. The officer confirmed with Grocer's employer that she also has access to the home's restroom. So, so one, this more, is one more thing. More from, like a yeah, one more thing from the meme. store owner. He says, "What he's learned from the videos is that she takes care of business whether it's raining out, if it's snowing out. Why would someone do this?" And it turns out she works up the street. That was his comment. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, this is hilarious. This is her preference. She likes it. She likes to get out of her vehicle and poop on the side of the road or in a parking lot. There's bathrooms everywhere, yep. and she picks the parking lot. And she waits 10 minutes for the train
0: herself. to leave, so she doesn't have irritable bowel syndrome. I worked with guys who've had irritable bowel syndrome, and when it hits, it's instant. They're like, I need to, like I, need right to I need to, hit the washroom now, and if there isn't one, they're running in the bush, right? If you're on the highway or whatever. like <laughs> There is no, like, oh, I can wait 10 minutes for buses and trains to leave so people don't see me.
1: Oh my goodness! This is this. Is I have hilarious. a feeling she's done it elsewhere. No, she had to. Have. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like more businesses calling him. Like, yeah, I recognize. <laughs> I recognize her. that Lincoln, that expensive, fancy Lincoln. <laughs> and she drives a Lincoln, and there's man. also she's, she's a steaming like, pile of shit next to she, it when she leaves. She, she's a nanny, though they yep. said. How much?
0: How much do nannies get paid where she is? Apparently, a lot to drive a Lincoln MKX, a 2018. It? It's not even an old; it's a new one. Oh my! Uh... Those aren't cheap. I don't know if Lincoln and Ford Motor Company are in, in great happy with the endorsement that people are leaving piles of poop and shit next to our Lincolns. Um. Anyway, I have a Ford vehicle, I have a Dodge, and I have a foreign vehicle. But I'm not prejudiced about vehicles. But I know a lot of people are. I wouldn't be impressed with that. She's a chronic pooper. Yeah, she's a chronic pooper. <laughs> she's just, I think she, 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 uh, she gets off on doing that in public, like you said. That's just her thing. That's just what she enjoys doing. Either that or that just store that... really ripped, she felt ripped off by at some point. And I'll get them back.
1: I, I want to know what the time span is too. Like, I wonder if there was like one time right? The very first time where she's like, oh, I can't hold it. I gotta go. I gotta go. And then she lets it out and she's like, this is... I I like this. This is the most liberating poop I've ever had. I must poop here every day on the way to work. This is the best poop ever. It was like eight, nine times. They they caught her on the ninth time. Yeah.
0: Maybe oh, maybe you know yeah. how they always say you, if you change your poop schedule it changes your poop schedule so she did it one morning at 6:40 in the morning and now it's always on her way to work she, hey i can't help it boss chief yeah up. this is just it's my new poop schedule what am i supposed to do <laughs> what am i supposed to do wait at home cheese and mess it all up oh. now it's bad when you have washrooms all around you and you can use the washroom where you work literally like 5 minutes away. She waited for 10 minutes. She could have made it in 5 minutes to actually go poop in a normal washroom.
1: Yeah, Andrea is a freaky lady. Do you do Broke you think her. that do you think this carries into other aspects of her life? Like do you think that she likes to poop in the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe outside with the dogs. She poops outside with the dogs. Like,
0: like, <laughs> not saying anything about homeless people, but they don't have homes with washrooms and a lot of people won't let them in their restaurants and stores. So I could see a homeless person like, no, I gotta poop. I'm gonna poop in this parking lot. It's empty. Right? I can understand that, but clearly this woman's got a job. She's got a home. She's got means of transportation to get to a washroom. Right? Nothing worse than you have yeah. to poop and you're on your bike or you're walking. Right, All of a sudden, it's a long walk. But you got a vehicle. You can drive across the street to the gas station or wherever. You know what I mean? Yes. Poop in the parking lot. Oh, my goodness. I don't want to say that's everything wrong with American. By America, I don't mean United States. I mean we are American. We live in North America. But north there's America. a lot of things north. But this kind of is part of some of the stuff that's wrong with America. <laughs> There's a lot of great things I, in America, too, and great people and great things to see and do. But, man, oh, man, we report cheeseburgers being stolen when we know it's our buddy who ate it or I was too drunk to remember. We we poop in parking lots when we have a perfectly good vehicle that can get us to a washroom in no time.
1: I've seen someone poop, pooping um, in a public area before. Was it a
0: person with a, a Lincoln
1: MKX? It was not. No, the opposite. It was the opposite. It was a person who uh, probably uh, lived on the streets yep. and looked a little shaggy, you know? And I think it was like on White Ave. And you know how like those buildings sometimes can, they can like dip dip mm-hmm. in? Yep. Like when you're walking on the sidewalk, it dips in and then there's the yep. door and stuff. Well, he would like kind of, he, he was kind of like in there just squatting right yep. there. There's lots of people around. I remember one guy looking at him and be like, whoa, what are you doing? It's just, it's just pooping, like, right there. No did thing, he look no. up and go, hey,
0: shit happens?
1: <laughs> nah, no, but I would love it <laughs> if he did. That hey, crazy. buddy, shit happens. And, and uh, I wish I was clever enough to think of it. Because it
0: does happen. We've all been there. Yeah. Where all of a sudden your stomach goes, blah, blah, blah,
1: blah, and you're like, oh, boy, I've got 30 seconds instantly it, it, <laughs> it comes out I need. To, I, feel I, so, I, I feel so bad for people with, a, with a, a sensitive stomach right
0: now we've been talking about poop for yeah. so I want to give a shout out to a, a gas store a gas station, you don't have to be a customers to use their washroom, they're part of the IBS network that provides washrooms for people with that with Crohn's and colitis uh, that's the Husky store, you buy our run on Tuesday that Husky when you come off of the Henday oh yeah they're one of them. They got a sticker on the door, and that. So all Husky gas stations uh, here in Canada, anyway, they won't question you if you go in to use their washroom. They don't care if you yes. buy something or not. So my hats off to them for doing that. And I'm sure there's other ones that do it too. But there are a lot of stores. As we, as garbage men, we don't have a washroom in our office. We need to use it. And I get told something. You're not a customer. I'm like, ma'am, I need to use a washroom. <laughs> I'll buy something. Just let me go to the washroom first. So. I appreciate the stores that don't look sideways at you when you need a washer and break. Cause I don't always need to buy, be a customer, but I do need a washer. Yeah. My hat's off. We did. We spent like almost 10 minutes talking about
1: Miss Grocer being gross. Uh, I, I do say, th- I do think it was worthwhile. That is know. a hell of a way to end our, our, our episode three, isn't it? Yeah, some good stories. Going from uh, clowns, lives matter to yeah. the, the, the lady who just loves to poop.
0: We got less than two minutes before we're out of time. Um, what what was your slogan? Turn that frown. What was it? Oh, um, get rid of that frown.
1: Lose the frown. Hire a clown.
0: Lose the frown. Hire the clown. I got to put that in the episode description. Um, yeah. So, uh, thank you for being a guest host here on Brad Nell's What's News without Brad thank you so much for having me Uh, and the news you didn't know you needed to hear and as from the last story you probably didn't want to hear uh, and the opinions (laughs) that you had to hear anyway so thank you again Reggie let's do it again maybe we'll do it again with uh, Brad you can bring a guest story in and and wow us with what you found interesting in the past week or two yeah that'd be great but thanks for jumping on Uh, I'll chat with you after about what to do to post the articles on facebook.com Brad Nels what's news so, there you go. Thanks again, Reggie. It's been a blast. Anytime, dude. Any last words in the last 50 seconds? You want to let the podcast world know?
1: Um, be good to each other. Love each other. And hire a clown.
0: Hire a clown. They need jobs. They need yeah. to get rid of frowns. Hire a clown. And shit happens. Yeah,
1: shit happens.
0: <laughs> All right, man. Thanks again, Bye, everybody. Man. This is this has been Brad Nels, What's News. Talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.